So here's the problem. I have a lot of students that kind of like the music that they're playing, but they don't really, really like it, so they don't want to practice it. So my thought is, if my students listen more to music with their families, then perhaps they'll want to play more music. Okay, this is perfect. I am here with Isabel <laughs> this week, and we are going to talk about listening, right? Okay, so specifically listening to classical music. Have you ever had a teacher talk about active listening? Not really. <laughs> no, really? Okay, so a lot of times they'll try to do this in a classroom where they try to teach students that, you know, how you're holding yourself or eye contact or nodding up and down when somebody's talking, you know, is shows them that you're listening, right? Versus like closing your eyes and putting your head down on your desk, for example. Um, so there, there was another... Um, aspect of listening that I read about this week that I thought was good, which was when somebody's talking, you have to keep your mind still and not try to zoom ahead and think about your response, right? Have you ever done that where you're like, oh, I can't wait to say what I have to say about it? Are you doing that now? Well, I would <laughs> raise my hand in class. The teacher would say something really important. I'd be like, Right, yes, and that's because you're not listening. You're too busy thinking about what you're gonna say. Another um, another thing is one I'd like to demonstrate. So how about I need for you to talk about your day and I'll demonstrate poor listening skills. <laughs> so then I went to school. To school. Oh, okay. And I learned stuff. Okay crazy I know I learned stuff and I had fitness and it sucked, it sucked. oh uh-huh because now my legs hurt a lot oh yeah so it's hard I'm trying to interrupt you I'm not doing a very good job well or you know when somebody finishes your sentence but perhaps that wasn't how you were gonna finish your sentence you know you ever had that so anyways there's all sorts of bad ways of listening and there's bad ways of listening to classical music too <laughs> oh I almost had that recorded your dad doesn't like classical music <laughs> He no, he'd rather listen to rock and roll. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that feel that way, but maybe they just haven't found the right song. I'm sure everyone could find a classical song that they like. But so, say again, where does your family listen to classical music? During dinner. During dinner, which is what I do a lot too, and that's sort of background music, right? Like it creates a nice, I don't know, elegant vibe for your family meals, right? Um, so. I think one of the best ways to listen to music is with headphones in a dark room. Have you ever done that? No. Like right before bed or something I like just. I cannot <gasps> listen to music when I go to bed. Why? I just can't because I. Does it keep you up? Lay there in my bed. My I'm daughter like, is like that next? too. Right. Come next. Right. So, yeah, maybe that's not the best time of day for you, <laughs> but being somewhere quiet being somewhere where you can really concentrate. Sometimes even concerts are difficult because the audience around you can really distract you. You know, I'm always by this loud person. Once I was at this amazing concert with a singer 
and a piano player, so it was very quiet music. And the guy next to me kept checking the Chiefs game score with his phone. <laughs> I had to tell him not to because the bright light was distracting me. So that was not a good listening moment. But what we're going to try to do this week is get all of my students to have some good listening moments where they're completely focused on the music and they're going to just concentrate and try to get as much out of it as they can. Sometimes classical music really takes that concentration to really get it. So are you ready? Are you going to listen this week? Yup. <laughs> I bet you will. Okay. So for this week, we're going to be talking about two aspects of listening, really. We're going to be talking about listening to people in conversations, and then we're also going to be talking about how we actually listen when we're listening to classical music. These are two really important aspects of our private lessons because we have to be really good at communicating. And you know, when you're getting criticism or feedback from a teacher, you have to really be able to hear what they're saying without putting up any barriers or getting in the way. So in I have this book that is called Commu Communicating Skills for Teens. And they list a lot of things that I'm gonna share with my students this week, but some things that get in the way of our listening is listed here. It's mind reading, rehearsing what you're going to say, filtering what you're hearing, judging, daydreaming, identifying. So if you're trying to connect too much, then you're just not listening to what the person is saying, advising, arguing, being right, derailing, or placating. So hopefully we can talk about this within our lessons and really define some of these terms and figure out how we all listen. And then the other aspect that I want to really talk about with my students is listening with empathy, openness, and awareness. And this really falls in when we are talking about listening to classical music. Listening with openness, awareness, you have to really be active as you're listening to this music. Sometimes it's nice to just lie there and have it come into your ears, but classical music takes a little bit more concentration and a little bit more work. And the more you do it, the better you get at hearing this music. So your assignment for this week with this podcast is listening to the complete Moonlight Sonata. A lot of times we just listen to the first movement, but I find the whole whole sonata fascinating and I think you'll see what I mean when you listen to it. It's got this beautiful very familiar beginning. The second movement is a real contrast to the beginning. It starts in a major key and you can hear it right away. It's almost like the sun coming out after the long night with moonlight. And then the last move movement is so passionate and amazing and dynamic and I really hope that you enjoy it. So try listening to it several times this week, okay? Try listening to all of the sonata, three movements, and see how you do as you're listening. See if your mind wanders or if you can concentrate on it, and we'll talk more about it next week. <laughs>